First, our sponsor for The Blaze is Built Bar. Every day, man, I wake up, I jump out of bed, and I got a big old smile on my face, and I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to Dr. Laura. I'm going to take on the day. Um, either that or n- none of that happens. Um, I drag myself out of bed, and I'm like, God, how am I going to do this another day? Uh, but wow, then I thought, we had a, I thought we had a good time doing the show, but okay. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, but Built Bar helps me sit here across from Stu every day. Wow, that's that's yeah. the greatest endorsement anyone has ever given. Yeah, low calorie, low carb, high in protein, high in fiber. But here's the best part. Real chocolate, it tastes amazing. It's like a, a really, really good candy bar, except it's got some magic in it, so you don't get really fat from it. Now, I eat too many of them, so don't use me as an example. <laughs> Built.com, use the promo code BEC15, save 15% off your first order. It's Built.com. Wow, you know, just when you thought things couldn't get crazier, you then hear an idea from respected people. I kind of use that in, you know, air quotes. Respected people. Paul Krugman is one of them. Respected people on how they can solve this debt crisis. It's not that hard, gang. It's not that hard. You know, I know we've talked about, you know, modern monetary theory that just says you could just print money. No, no, it's better and easier than that. It's easier than that. I'll give that idea to you and uh, I'll give you a quick look at the ramifications coming up in 60 seconds. Most I love that when he says that because I'm like, I'm Glenn Beck and it is my program. That's incredible. What are the odds? Most of the time, the pain we live with, especially when we get a little older, comes from inflammation in our joints. It can start out small, slowly building over time. Sometimes it can just come on suddenly and be something we have to deal with from then until we die or not or not. I used to suffer from really awful pain. Um, I really didn't think I would ever be able to paint again. I never thought I would be able to write again. Um, I was about to give up on my job. I just thought, I, I can't live this way for the rest of my life and keep up my schedule. I just can't do it. My wife, who is smarter than I am, uh, she said, You can't try me anything. And I'm like, why do you sound like that, honey? You look so sweet. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I said, okay, I'll try Relief Factor. Um, and so I did. And I had to admit to her uh, in about four weeks' time, maybe five, because I actually took it and then I was feeling better. And she's like, see, I did you. And I said, no, it's just that I'm feeling better. And so I stopped taking it for a week. And, and then... The pain came back, and so I'm like, okay, you're right, you're right. Daddy, Joe. 
Relief Factor. That is a true story and exactly the way it happened. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. 1995. See if it works for you. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. You don't try it. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I'm not going to hear you whining about everything. All right. Stu, you're going to love this because you're kind of you're a stats guy. Sure. I mean, you're a math guy. You like math. Yeah. I okay. Do. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is the problem right now that we're facing in uh, in the Senate? What are the Democrats trying to do? Well, they they were very worried about the uh, debt ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not getting that one. Yeah. Hiked up. Yeah. Though it yeah. seems like they might have solved that one. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully, mm-hmm. with. Mitch McConnell's help, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Hmm. Oh, well, we can count on the GOP every time, but this time. Um, All right. So they had the debt limit, uh, the debt ceiling. You you can't spend any more money. That's going to put us into bankruptcy. But the other reason why they need that ceiling raised is because they need to spend another $5 trillion. Well, Nobody's lending us any money, all right? So we just had to print it. I'm sorry, not printing it. We're digitizing it, which is completely different than printing it. Saves lots of paper. And ink. Mm -hmm. And ink. So the cost goes down. All right. So they are really concerned about what are we going to do? How are we going to make sure we have the money we need? So here's the idea. What if, mm-hmm. what if the Treasury Department minted a platinum coin and put on the platinum coin $1 trillion? Then they deposited that $1 trillion platinum coin and used it to pay bills without taking out any new debt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, Shoot holes in that one. Uh, okay. No, I, I don't know that I can, first uh, yeah, of all. Right, you can't. Dean Baker, left-leaning economist, he's like, due to a technicality in the law, the Treasury Department can print that platinum coin and assign a huge value to it, let's say a trillion dollars, and sell it to the Federal Reserve Board. And this would get around the need to borrow. And Zachary Carter with the Washington Post, Paul Paul Krugman has endorsed the idea. Uh, Rashida Tlaib and Jerry Nadler love that idea. Hmm, I'm shocked at this collection so of people. It is a very surprising. I am too. So, like, basically, mm-hmm. the idea would be yes. to take, I, I guess the substance isn't, important uh as it represents the idea it's got to be very expensive it is it is important my understanding is it has to be a coin it does legitimately have to be a coin Mm -hmm. but let's just say it wasn't a coin and instead it was a check Mm -hmm. right so if i'm a a homeowner and i've got a bunch of bills and i i guess i could just write a check for and deposit it into your account account, and then you pay the bills and then you just write other checks right just keep i there was a Mm -hmm. there was a documentary on this uh, catch Mm -hmm. me if you can Um, it was called (laughs) and 
Really? Yeah. Is that so that didn't work out that time, but they didn't have the right to print a coin. Right. This is a coin. This is a coin. By the way, the government wants you to know there is no intrinsic value on Bitcoin. Okay. Hmm. There's no real substance behind Bitcoin. Yeah, and, and the Biden administration currently trying to create a mm-hmm. uh, multiple dozens of countries to try to come together to go after Bitcoin right, and all those illegal right. activities because that are associated with it. Because that that is that's a sh- that's a sham. That is there there's there's it's very dangerous to do things like that. Anyway, back to this one trillion dollar. <laughs> platinum coin <laughs> it is absolutely unbelievable they're taking this seriously mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Y- there are a lot of people on the left that are saying yep go for it do it do it now th- why not yeah, nobody's had to pay for any there's no ramifications well, for anything anymore but like if you if you have a debt seal the, the issue with the debt ceiling yeah. now again as we talked to stephen moore just the other day uh-huh, guy who's uh-huh. advised presidents of the yeah, united yeah, states sure we don't just default on the money when this date comes we would have to prioritize our spending and constitutionally the number one priority is paying our debts so, yeah. like, it would be the legitimately the last thing to go after, like, the military. Right. So, we're not going to default. Let's just pay it, though, with a coin. Right. So, the concept, I'm sure though, China would be fine with that. Why would it be bad mm-hmm. if we didn't pay our bills? Why would it be bad? I mean, people have been late on payments before. You know, your life doesn't collapse, right? No, why would it be bad? It would be bad because the faith and credit... Of the United States, <laughs> the full faith and credit of the United States okay, is something that, that is in our founding documents. No, so it is there. central to our country's yes, foundation. Yes. Okay. Right. And because now I know you don't believe this, but people who buy treasury bonds, yeah, do believe this and who's is buy, wait wait legitimately who's buying treasury bonds right now. Well, lots of people are buying them. Uh, not, uh, really? Are not, they? Countries? Uh, the Fed is buying yeah, a lot of them. The Fed right, is buying point. almost all of them. But like in uh, in investment uh, profiles, uh-huh, it uh-huh. is literally listed as a zero risk transaction zero. to buy a U.S. Treasury bill. Now, yeah. it's not a zero risk transaction, but that's how they consider it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Don't think back to 2008 when no, I say no, that don't. at I'm all. I'm that's not, not a good reference. Get your head I'm out of 2008. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Or the 30s. Don't go back to the 30s. I'm not afraid. Okay. Not afraid. Okay. But the point is that it is important. Our economy would have massive troubles if we defaulted and the reason is that no one would buy that we were going to pay our bills that would be a huge issue that's just basically people making a judgment right they're saying wait a minute this this is not stable this is not zero risk it's a real risk if we started printing trillion or minting trillion dollar coins this is platinum not paper people aren't so dumb that they would think oh well they're doing well They've got the trillion dollar coins. They can print them whenever they want. They would have the same reaction as if we defaulted. They would say, wait a minute. No. We're not going to no. get our money back. They're obviously no. unstable. No, you don't it understand. Even wait work, a minute. Wait. Even a minute. though it is a Ponzi scheme. Wait a minute. You, you don't, you're forgetting that the office of the comptroller of the currency yes. is going to be this new uh soviet born soviet trained economic uh professor um she got her scholarship it was the the vladimir lenin scholarship for economics uh and um you know and she just says that she wants to let me see if i can find the quote here's the quote end banking as we know it 
and so we'd get rid of all of the banks, especially the local ones, and we would just have the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve would be the one that was holding the trillion-dollar coin. I don't understand your problem. By the way, um, uh, she um, uh, refused to provide a copy of her uh, of her thesis um, on uh Karl Marx economic analysis and theory of revolution. Um, it was on her resume and it was a big paper that she wrote. It was, you know, kind of a big deal. Um, she's not providing it to the Senate. Um, and uh, what, what's weird, neither is the Treasury. Treasury won't won't produce that document either. Um, but I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. Now, let's talk about inflation. Which is just transitory. Okay, stop your whining. Yes, it's costing you $175 a month, but we're not going to tax people. We are not going to tax people. So does the inflation who, only hit people who earn $400,000 or more? No, it's not a tax, Stu. It's not a tax. It's not $175 a, tax. a month. Just because they're printing too much money and mm-hmm. uh, and they're doing things like keeping people out of jobs by paying them to stay mm. out of jobs. That's making prices go up. But that's the damn, those capitalists. I mean, Saki even said, it's crazy. That these businesses might pass on the costs of their taxes to you. It's crazy, Stu. Mm, that's okay. that's what it is. So it's $175 a month currently. So you know, we're looking uh, at the, some economists, not Paul Krugman, not the sane ones. Uh, some economists are disagreeing with the Fed. And they're saying that, hmm... Over the next three years, you could see a 35% loss of the value of your money. Uh, there could be like 35% inflation. Just the 35%. But just the 35%. And there's nothing to worry about here. Gas prices, yes, they're at a seven-year high. Um, but the good news is we're spreading that pain all across. I mean, for instance, uh, natural gas, only up 25%. Oh, only up 25 (laughs) percent. That's nothing. Yeah, right. Uh, And, uh, you know, the key construction costs still off the charts. But now you now you can't even really get an answer from when that will be in supply again. Mm. Okay, so they're no they're no longer they're just saying it's transitory. No, you you say that we can't get construction supplies. You almost Mm -hmm. seem as if. When you said that, you had personal experience with it. I mean, the way your eye twitched no. right when you no. right when you started talking no. about construction supplies not coming in, it no. almost seemed personal I, to you. No, I was just talking to I uh, was just talking to one of the contractors. Oh, okay. Um, who's just trying to finish the driveway? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, and uh, I said I thought we were pouring concrete today, and he was like, Oh no, 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 we no. can't get the concrete. Oh, Oh, my heavens, We can't no. get the concrete right now. And I said, oh, when are you? And he looks it up on his phone. And he's going through his calendar. And he said, oh, two weeks. So two weeks, that's perfect. Two weeks, that's not bad. You, two, weeks, two weeks is, is tolerable. Weeks. I don't think he was in on the joke. No. Because uh, <laughs> I looked at my wife and I said, wow, who would have guessed? Two weeks. <laughs> it's Who that perfect time period. It's not tomorrow. No, it's not tomorrow. But it's not too far away. You no. can handle it. Yeah, it's just a two couple weeks. of weeks. No just big deal. Two weeks away. Mm-hmm. 
So we got that going for us. Now, here's some good news. Biden's approval uh, approval rating is down to 38 percent. It's not like golf. Okay, high score wins, high score wins. Um, He was uh, he was at uh, what was it? 51 percent low to mid 50s, low to mid 50s. And then he started doing things and ending wars and, uh, you know, working on the economy and uh, and fixing that whole covid thing. He's he's got a vaccination for covid. I'll tell you that we're not going to close down the economy. Quote, we're going to close down covid not working so well. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen or you know heard anything mainly at the gas pump, but he is down to 38 percent approval. Mm hmm. But don't worry, we have turtle face. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitch McConnell. He's fantastic. And it, even though the president has 38 percent approval rating, can't get anything done. Mitch McConnell will be there to make sure that that Biden administration is not left alone to sink on its own weight. He's a turtle. He's used to being underwater. Uh, and and I, I think that's great. I think that's great. All right. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about Built Bar. We're going to take your phone calls next. 888-727-BECK. What is it that we do that is helping you? What would you like us to do more on? Tell me, uh, just give me a health check of your family, of your neighborhood. What, what are you feeling in your state? Now, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar. You can guess, you know, just by looking at me, you're like, my gosh, Glenn, how do you keep so in shape? And I'm like, you know, you have to work to get a body like this. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You have to work. I exercise. I get up from the couch. I walk to the freezer. I, I then curl a pint of ice cream on the way back, carrying a metal object, heavy metal object, a spoon. And then <laughs> I sit on the edge of my trainer couch and I eat it. Okay. That's the way you get a body like this. So not everybody's willing to sacrifice like I am, but, uh, you know, anyway, uh, so to keep this body in shape, my wife, she thinks exercise would be good. What does she know? She thinks maybe you should eat a salad from time to time. So she's recommended that I eat a built bar because it's a protein bar, but I know protein bars taste like chalk. So I didn't do it for like a year. And then once again, she's out with that voice. And one day she leaves and she leaves and there's nothing in the refrigerator to eat. Nothing. And I'm like, hello, I'm here with nothing to eat. And there it was sitting there in the in the refrigerator, a built bar. And I'm like, you know, when you get so desperate and you're willing to try anything, so I unwrapped it and I made the face like this is going to taste bad. And I bit into it and it was delicious. Now, yes, there weren't any built bars left when my wife got home, but she probably should have been happy because I was eating healthy. All at once 
was probably not it should have lasted a week anyway built.com is the place you go they're really really good and they are healthy it's built.com use the promo code beck 15 get 15 percent off your next order uh it's built.com promo code beck 15 10 seconds station id All right. Let's go to Andrew in Ohio. Hello, Andrew. Hey, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so good to talk to you. Thank you. Um, so what I want to talk about, I live on a farm in Ohio. Uh, it's been a family farm for now going on uh, four generations. Holy cow. And, um, you know, once you trample one part of the Constitution and take rights away, you know, I think about property rights. Um, that was a big, big thing that our founders believed in. And here I am trying to hold on to a family farm. It's not going to get taken away. Um, you know, my wife's a pharmacist. She goes into the pharmacy and is told that she can't, by the Ohio Board of Pharmacy, that she can't prescribe ivermectin as a, as a drug if someone requests it. Um, I have a friend of mine that lost her husband uh, due to COVID because while in the hospital here in Ohio, uh, they said, hey, this treatment's not working. Let's try the ivermectin. Let's try something else. Doctors refused. He passed away a few days later. So I just feel like rights uh, in this country are, uh, are being trampled on. I mean, you talk about it daily. Stu, you talk about it on Stu Does America. Great show. Um, mm, okay, this I mean, is a plant. <laughs> Hello, seminar calls. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Ted. But... <laughs> but but no, I mean, you, you all do a great job at the blaze of, of uh, alerting us about this. And, and then what I do is I'm obviously preparing for my family, you know, the food, the, the gold, the silver, you know, um, to make sure that I can hold on to what the family well, has. I, I, think that's, I will sorry, tell you, ahead. I don't see the government right away coming to take away your land. However, I do see the government taxing you to death when you try to pass your land on to your family. Um, family farms are going away, um, and that is by design. They they want to control the food, the food production, especially if you have cattle, dairy farms, ranchers. You're in you're in real trouble. Um, but that is something that we we can fight uh, at the polls. We we have got to hand the Democrats the biggest overwhelming loss they've ever seen. And that includes in the gubernatorial races that are happening right now uh, and uh, in Congress in, uh, what, a year from now? It's got to be done or we do lose it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know... One could say, if you're thinking about buying or selling a house uh, right now, <laughs> good luck with that. But that wouldn't be helpful. What would be helpful is somebody uh, that would say, I know a really good real estate agent. And it's not a nephew. It's not a cousin. It's a real estate agent that we have done our homework on. They have the best practices. Um, they know how to listen to you when you're buying a house. And then how to listen to the customer when they're selling your house. They have traffic that is already coming to their website. So when they post your house, there are buyers that are already ready to buy it. 
It's realestateagentsitrust.com. May I suggest you go there? It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, go there now and uh, and buy or sell your house it, with the least amount of pain. I guess we have somebody on the phone that is... Uh, Hi, Glenn. Hi. Hi, I just want to say thank you for protecting my family farm. And also make sure you subscribe to Stu Does America. It's available on podcast every day. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. And I love you, and I love Stu, and Stu's better than you. And good night. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to Joan in Massachusetts. Hello, Joan. Joan, are you there? Hi, it's Joanne from Massachusetts. Yes, Joanne. Hi, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. So a quick update on communist Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. We now have... Oh, geez, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Oh, we have a local... Okay, hang on. I'm going to put you on hold. Talk to the phone screener. See if we can get her in a better place where I can understand her. And change your name to Joan. Corey. <laughs> Corey uh, in Florida. Hello, Corey. Hi. Hi. Hi, Glenn. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, good. Um, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, my family and I uh, escaped North Carolina earlier this year and came down here to Florida, Tampa. Absolutely love it. Uh, my son, though, he uh, received a liver transplant whenever he was two years old. He's 10 now. Um, and uh, we have changed his care to the uh, Miami transplant team. And, um, you know, the last appointment I had was a, vil- a video conference um, appointment for him. And uh, they asked me about his vaccination status. But at the time, it wasn't approved for 10-year-olds. Now that it is, you know, there's... Um, you know, something that we're really kind of struggling with and trying to figure out where we have our rights as parents as to, um, you know, what do we do when the hospital says that he has to have it? So, Um, uh, Corey, a couple of things. First of all, I don't think that the vaccine has been approved for 10 year olds. Not yet. No, they've submitted today their application for emergency use authorization for five to 11 year olds for Pfizer. So you have a little bit of time. I mean, that doesn't necessarily yeah. solve the problem, but it, it, you know, that does, that is what they're doing today. Uh, so you're worried that what will happen? That, you know, essentially, you know, uh, he, you know, we have shown that, you know, there's uh, more dangers for boys, you know, with, um, you know, with getting the vaccine. Uh, and that worries me because I don't want to give it to him, him being immunocompromised and having so many other health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, what worries me is, you know, Seamus, um, in order to receive care, you know, they wouldn't see him unless he was um, insured, period. You know, and um, he has to have meds to stay alive for the rest of his life. You know, what scares me is with all of these um, mandates and everything happening that when are they going to decide that they're not going to insure him for not doing it? When are they going to decide that you see, you see like we, <laughs> it's just this cascading effect of what do I do as a parent? How do I prepare for this? How do I keep my son safe? Corey, I'm going to send um, this, I'm going to send this audio to Rick DeSantis and see if he won't respond. Oh, is that Ron's brother? Or Ron. 
Rick. Ron DeSantis and see if no, now he's not going to respond. <laughs> um, I'm going to send it to Ron DeSantis and yeah. see if he will uh, if he'll respond to this, because I think you're in the right state. Um, and this kind of stuff has to stop. This is exactly what we warned about when it came to Obamacare. You can't politicize um, medicine. You can't. It, you've got to while the the free market is unfair at times because you know a rich person can get whatever uh and a poor person may not be able to get it but it is the fairest system otherwise it becomes political and they control your life and they control every bit of, about you i i i uh if if uh, Ron doesn't respond to this, if, if Governor DeSantis doesn't uh, respond to this, um, I'll I'll pass it to uh, Greg Abbott as well. There's got to be a state that will stand up for people like you. There has to be, has to be. Thank you. You're you're Thank welcome. You, Glenn. Um, I want you to uh, put it, put put her on hold and get all of her information, please. Uh, let's try Joanna. Joanne. Joan. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. Um, so in our Western Massachusetts, there's local towns that are initiated mask mandates in Hoyoke and Springfield in all public places, outdoor, if you can't social distance, doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not in private buildings too. So all buildings in your towns, um, there's shortages on the shelves, not major, but you do see shortages here and there of certain products. There, nobody wants to work, it looks like, except for the conservatives. Um, mm. So there's tons of help wanted everywhere you go. I even took a second job just because people don't want to do it. Um, and it's a good, good time to you. make extra money. Um, good for you. We put I, our house up for put, sale today. Good. Because we got to get out of this state. We have a beautiful place with 14 acres. Hard to leave it. We worked hard for it. But we're going. Where are you going? And, uh, well, my son is in Texas, so that's a strong point. But yeah. We're looking at Florida also. Yeah. Well, both of those it's are good options. Here. Texas is, of course, you know, Florida is a nice place. It's not Texas. Yeah. But it's still a great place. <laughs> uh, Joy, thank you so much. You're making the right move, I think. Michelle in Ohio. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I'm going to go right into my story. So I have a 20-year-old daughter that's halfway through her junior year of nursing school at a Christian university. Um, She was told about six weeks ago that she has to get the shot because her clinical rotation is pediatrics, which is at Nationwide Children's in Columbus, and that's the only pediatric option that we have. Um, I called the nursing dean and... The nursing dean at Mount Vernon said that it was the hospital that is requiring, not mm. not the university, and that the healthcare facility is only accepting medical exemptions, but that I should know that there's a viral immunologist on the review board that approves these exemptions. So this is the only facility in central Ohio that offers pediatrics. She's um, decided to walk away, actually. Wow. Pretty sad um, because she doesn't want the shot. She's mentally exhausted. She's crying two two to three times a day. Um, During our state shutdown, the university had the students move out. And they they were offered online labs and clinicals. So, you know, why why can't there be an option for people at this university 
Yeah. Um, and I, then Children's Hospital, don't bully me by telling me there's a viral immunologist. I, I, will, I will tell you what is shocking to me is the number of nurses uh, that are being fired left and right. Um, the teachers that are now coming out and saying they don't want the vaccine. I mean, remember, our kids couldn't come back until the teachers were completely safe. They wanted it for your kids. But now they don't want the vaccine. Um, I, I don't understand this march. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Let me say it this way. Um, there is no logic behind uh, the vaccine mandates. There's absolutely no logic behind it. Unless you are just trying to teach a, uh, a country how to be docile. Unless you're trying to make sure that the country knows you have more power than the people does than the people do. You know, um, I think it was Washington that said uh, when there is uh, when the government uh, fears the people, there is liberty. When the people feel the gov- fear of the government, there is tyranny. And I've been saying this for a while. There is, you know, we went from Obama to Donald Trump and we just switched places. Uh, half the country was terrified and the other half was perfectly fine. That is a sign that the president has too much power. There, there is such a loss of power now, and it's not even the president. It is just his administration. There are people now that are unelected, faceless, nameless. You don't know who they are. And there's no one that can be held accountable for some of the things that are going on because it's now administrative duty. Well, we know what that's like. We know what that's like. When, when something is, and it's usually the government or companies that are about to fail, when there's, there's no one to actually get an answer from, when there's no one that is um, responsible for anything, and you just, you're like, but, but wait, that makes no sense whatsoever. I, can I just talk to somebody? Nope. It's just the way it is. That, that when that's happening in the government, that's your highest authority. You're supposed right. to be able to run to the government for help. Uh, right. And you can't right now. Mm-hmm. No. Michelle. Well, yeah, I would I would think that a Christian university would stand up, make make um, exceptions for their students, just like they did during covid. I mean, they were able to make those adjustments then. Why can't they make it? You know, just to get them through. There's going to be there is a nursing shortage. Don't get me started on that either, but right. You know, I mean, these the nurses were the first responders. The nurses were the heroes. The nurses were they were good enough, right? And they're not now. And I think some of these nurses are not getting the vaccine because they've probably they probably have natural immunity. Many of them probably got uh, COVID while they were working, and now they have natural immunity. And that's another thing that doesn't make sense. How come there is there is absolutely no space for natural immunity. We don't even talk about it. That, that's, that's insanity. It's absolute insanity. I'm, uh, 
I, I, I don't know what, well, I do know what I would do. I was told, thank you for your call. I, w- I was told that uh, this one country that I had to fly into to be able to uh, facilitate the things for Afghanistan, I was told at first that I had to have the vaccine. And I went home, I talked to my doctor, and he said, I don't, I don't think you should have this particular vaccine. Um, and uh, I said, okay, uh, well, they're going to mandate it. And I made the decision at the time that if that was <clears throat> the cost <clears throat> for me to be able to go overseas to help facilitate the you know, saving of those people, I would take the vaccine. <clears throat> I'm not taking the vaccine because I have natural immunity. Um, and I also, it's a, it's a position of, um, you're not going to tell me what to do. You're just not going to tell. I'm not going to be um, a sheep. Because once we teach them that they can do this and expect not only that 100% of America gets the vaccine, but then we all have to agree with it and say that that's a good thing. Uh, no, no. If my job depended on it, that's that's where your personal decision comes in. I mean, that is um, that's quite a conviction to be able to say I'm not going to further my schooling, my education, because I'm drawing the line there. And I neither I, I don't condemn you for it. Um, I do praise you that you do have a line and you're not willing to cross it. Good for you. Good for you for standing up. Yeah, it's a obviously you're weighing whether you think the vaccine is bad versus whether you want, you know, if you're going to be able to See, provide think, for your family. I don't think that it is even for a lot of people. I don't even think that they think necessarily that it's bad. A lot of people do think it's yeah. bad. I don't. But um, I think there's a growing number of people that are just unwilling to bend. Yeah, and I don't know. I've, I think that's something we need to rethink sometimes. That part of it is that... When you allow someone else to like if it, I've, I actually know people who have done this, for example, take the first they took the first vaccine shot in like May and then they were waiting for their second one. And then Anthony Fauci said something that pissed them off so much. They said, screw you. I'm not getting the second one. Now, I understand that because every time Fauci talks, I think everybody in the audience reacts the same way. Go away. And you want to recoil to whatever he says. However, what you're doing in that circumstance is subletting your decision-making process to Anthony Fauci. Yeah, you, whatever that, that he's is, saying, that you're is, doing the opposite. Mm, yes, and that's not a healthy way to live either. But that, you, that's you not did, what I'm saying. But you did something that I think is the most is the is the smartest thing to do, which is you have a health expert who's well versed in your particular situation. Yeah, your doctor. Go ask your doctor. And if he says something and he gives you advice that you're not willing to take, you probably need a new doctor, right? If, if you have a person who is your yeah, doctor however, and you go in there and they say, you know what, for you in particular, you shouldn't take the vaccine. You should take, yeah. uh, you know, you should go find some mushrooms in the backyard right. and start eating them. You might think that, that, that's the, that, that you should find a new doctor. Same thing that if someone comes to you and says, look, you're in a really uh, dangerous situation. And your health impact is really, you could die from this yeah. very easily. 
maybe you should think about taking it. So let me, I want to get into the doctor thing mm-hmm. in a minute. Let me first tell you about uh, my pillow. <clears throat> I have a love-hate relationship with my bed. I love being in bed. I love sleeping. I could be Charlie Bucket's grandfather that only gets out to go to the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. other than that, I, I just, I, oh, Charlie, I can't move. Uh, go deliver some papers and bring me some candy. Anyway, um, the one thing that keeps you into bed is a really comfortable pillow, really comfortable sheets. It's fantastic. Uh, the Giza Dream Sheets are on sale now. Buy one, get one free at MyPillow.com. This is, while this deal is going on, you need to get them. These sheets are the softest and most comfortable I have ever slept on. And when you look at the price, I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. Go to my pill. Maybe the other companies are all ripping us off. Hmm, what a concept. MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and check out the buy one, get one free offer on the Giza Dream Sheets while it lasts. You'll also find deep discounts on other MyPillow products. Use the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, or MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. I'm learning a lot from you today, uh, and uh, we're going to continue taking your phone call. Chad Prather is going to be joining us from Blaze TV in just a minute. Um, uh, but I also want to continue to hear from you, 888-727-BECK, just a health check on how you're faring and what we might be missing. This is the Glenn Beck Program.